What's going on, hockey fans? Dan Kay here, live from a hotel in Bradenton, Florida. Lucas Jones, my left-hand man, my consigliere mon frere, from another mayor on screen in his offices in New Jersey. And with us today, a very special guest, a netminder who will be coming to a crease near you to stop pucks aplenty. Naomi Beckler, new starting netminder for the Las Vegas Thunderbirds, a Yale University commit. I went to every school in New Haven but Yale. We'll talk about that in a bit. And somebody who is going to be a star in the making in the USPHL premiere. Naomi, how are we doing today? I'm very good. How are you? I am doing well. So right now, where are you at in the offseason? Are you at home right now? Are you up in Canada? Where are we at? What are we doing in the offseason right now? Yes, I am at home uh, here in Ottawa. I actually have just gotten back from Europe. I was there for six weeks, so a bit of a break there. But I've already restarted. Um, I was on the ice yesterday, um, going back again there today, tomorrow, uh, pretty much every day until I fly up to Vegas um, and then the gym as well. So things things are, are rolling pretty fast here. Now, the Yale University commit, let's start there, because that's not just success on the ice, right? That That's happening in the classroom as well for you, something that I didn't have. I, I said, I've gone to the University of New Haven. I've gone to Albertus. I rode on the Yale University shuttles near Yale. I did use the same shuttles as the student body, but I was unable to get the grades to get in. Talk about this commitment. How excited were you when you got the news that you were going to be an Ivy Leaguer? And, and where are we at there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I was ecstatic. Um... Yale was my dream school pretty much since June 15th of my sophomore year. They emailed me uh, exactly at midnight. Um, and since then, yeah, it was always my goal. And for a little while, I wasn't sure where I was going. And then finally, uh, November of last year in my senior year, I, I got the call and that that was it. I was committed. So... I'm super excited. Um, amazing team, amazing school, um, amazing coaching staff. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. And now before we get into the hockey side of things, New Haven, have you gotten out there? Have you tried the pizzas? I'm going to tell you, inside scoop from me, that Frank Pepe's margarita pie is the go-to if you're going to get pizza there. But are you a modern fan? What Have you tried them out? I have been to New Haven, but I don't think I had pizza there. It's, so, it's you, you go to you'll go down to Worcester Street and you have three different pizza shops. They call it a pizza instead of pizza. They put an A in front of it. And it's all like these stovetops and ovens from like 1850 that they've been cooking pizza in forever. It's unreal. I'm a Frank Pepe's fan. You'll quickly see there's big rivalries down there. People argue about who's got the best. All right. I will note that down. <laughs> Lucas, you're a Frank Pepe fan, right? I mean, you've tried him out now. Yeah, Frank Pepe fan for sure. I was skeptical at first, I'll be completely honest, especially with the white clam pie. Um, I didn't think that seafood belonged on pizza. And then I was shown otherwise. I was shown that I was incorrect. So we, uh, we, we always try to get out there when we go down. We've driven past Yale. We've observed Yale. But uh, it's a fun area. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. Let's talk about you as a netminder. Uh, let's get you introduced to some of the USPHL fans and some of the people you'll be frustrating probably a little bit this year in that. What kind of a netminder are you? Do, do you kind of sit back and and have a little patience? Are you flashy? Kind of like to skate out? I'd say that I am a presence on the ice. Um, I think I'm very calm 
uh, if I make a big save, I'm not going to make a big deal about it, which I think can sometimes be frustrating for the other team, um, which is very fun for me. So that's what I like to do. Um, I don't stress too much. I want my team to be calm as well when I'm on the ice. So that's the energy that I try to bring. That's cold. That's cold right there. So Naomi, you're coming to this Las Vegas Thunderbirds team and this USPHL Pacific division, it's a high flying division. It's, it's open ice action. There's a lot of shots on net each night. I mean, is that kind of what drew you to Vegas, that style? I mean, what, what brought you in here? What, what are you looking forward to about playing out in this Pacific division? Yeah. I mean, as from boys hockey in general, um, it is definitely faster paced and that is what I was looking for, um, for my gap here, for my development and, you know, the Thunderbirds playing with them is going to give me this opportunity to compete at that stronger, faster level. Um, and obviously if they are the reigning champions, I'm sure they'll be looking to do that again. So I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to see the energy that they're bringing. Yeah, and you kind of brought it up, right? With with, with boys hockey, we, we kind of buried a lead here. You're doing something, and you're breaking ground that's not been broken yet in this USPHL Premier. You were the first female athlete to play at the USPHL Premier level here in the States. I mean, it, it's got to be – for you, you're just playing hockey. You're out here stopping pucks. It doesn't matter who's in front of you. It doesn't matter who's shooting them. But for, for kind of this, this – how do you feel about this accomplishment? How, do, how does it feel to you? I'm definitely thrilled and I'm very grateful that the uh, coaching staff and the ownership group was so enthusiastic to welcome me as a female player. I know that hockey is a younger sport, a growing sport in Las Vegas, especially. Um, so I'm really excited to have the opportunity to be a role model for younger girls in the region, young girls who want to play, young girls who want to get, you know, to the next level um, and to contribute to that in the community. So I think I'll be doing a lot of coaching this year um, with other goaltenders because I'll be living with uh, my own goalie coach, uh, Chris Cobb, um, who works with top prospects goaltending. So I'll have the opportunity to, you know, really get involved, um, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. And and you look at your stats in, in your past playing here. I mean, you're tearing it up. I mean, we're talking about sub three goals against you winning a lot of hockey games when you're putting up numbers like you put up. You, you what do you look at as a success story this year? You're talking about your gap year, you're getting ready to go play at Yale Division One hockey. What's the success story this year? What do you got to get better at? What are we trying to accomplish? What do the numbers look like at the end of the year if you if you've had a winning year? For the numbers, I always try to stay above point nine, I think. Yeah. That's always kind of my objective, though I will admit that I don't focus on it too much. I don't, I never really thought that numbers are an accurate representation um, of what a goalie can can really do. Um, doesn't take into account all the context, but I do like having pretty stats, um, I will say. So yeah, 0.9, I'm good with. Um, success story, I mean, if they can get to the championships again why not if I can be a part of it I'd be up for that and then you know obviously just getting to Yale um as ready as it can possibly be to play some games in my 
freshman year and make a difference. Yeah, and it's a great way to put it. I mean, we had, we had a netminder we covered a couple of years back who's still in the league, Luke Remini, who was playing in Buffalo, and he saw two times as many shots as the second most shots faced for a netminder in the league, over 1,100 shots in a the season. They had the youngest team in the league, and this guy, you know, you look at the numbers and you say, oh, an 8-8-4, and you go, that, I mean, it's a sub-nine saves percentage, maybe he had a bad year. Then I'll... Then all of a sudden you look, you look at the stat line and you go, this kid's seen 1,150 shots. This guy stopped 950 of them. Like he's having a stellar season. He's, he's really standing on his head. And, and I think that's a great way to look at it. And as you play this netminder position, you got to have that short-term memory, right? You got to be able to kick back after a bad start or after a bad goal gets by you. Mentality-wise, are you more like the Hank Lundquist cool netminder side of it are we more of the burst Galoff? We're talking about aliens and we're, we're like having a great time in net and just kind of bouncing around. What, where's the mentality at game once? For games, I think definitely the more relaxed, the more unfazed. You'll never see me freak out after the goal or something. I'm not going to be the one who's smashing my stick on the post or getting into fights or anything ridiculous. Just just very calm, very cool, collected. I don't really let anything get to me. And it's so important, right, Lucas? You you look at this, this sport and you talk about the specific division. You're going to have trying to get you get in your head, right? He's trying to get in front, trying to try to redirect pucks. Lucas, what else do you got for Naomi here? I mean, I feel like I'm taking away all the questions. I'm excited for the interview today. I'm just excited to talk to someone who goes to the smart schools in New Haven, unlike me. And it's nothing against my alma maters, but I mean, again, they would not let me onto the Yale campus. They said I can stand near it and look at it, but I'm not allowed on. Listen, as a Rutgers grad, I feel the exact same way about Princeton. It is <laughs> it is literally copy and paste where at Princeton kids came to Rutgers all the time, but suspiciously no Rutgers kids ever went to go hang out at Princeton. Wonder why that was the case. Um, I mean, my I guess my last question for you here is kind of around the the same lines of that mentality as someone who's accidentally interrupted a number of netminders pregame rituals um i learned to look out for them now uh so that i don't do that again do you have a, a pregame ritual that that is like hard and fast for you is it maybe one thing that you focus on to get ready for a game because i feel like that tells a lot about a netminder honestly i would say that it's my music choice like i have a very predetermined set playlist that I need to listen to at the exact right time in the exact same order every time. And if that happens, I'm good to go. Don't, I can't have anybody talking to me. I don't want to answer any questions. Just have to be there with my headphones on and be unbothered. And usually that works out for me. Can you, can you reveal the playlist at all? Or is it, is it top secret? Um, I mean, I can, I just, it's mostly, um, French drill. Whoa, really? Yeah. What's like? What's like the last song? Because like I always had. So I, I played college baseball, right? And like when I was going out to okay. the mound, I always had when I threw my last pitch. I like to time it up with the song "Poison" by Belle Biv DeVoe. It's a real old school song. Everybody listening right now, all the players are like, "Who is this old man talking about?" But I used to time it up with that, and I throw that last pitch. And I'd hit and I go, okay, now I'm ready to get this thing going. Now we're going out to the mound. What's like that last song that hits? Like, what's the one you're trying to time on? 
It is called Polemic by Frise Corleone and Central Sea. It's it alters between French and English. I it's been my song for probably the last three or four seasons now, and it works. So to anybody who's interested, I would definitely recommend it. We'll make sure we link that somewhere, Lucas. We're going to let folks be able to taste this out, try it a little bit. I'll tell you this, Naomi, I am unfortunately not going to be able to interview you on Francais this year. So I made a big mistake a couple of years back. Well, I made a big mistake a lot of times in my life, but the big <laughs> one was it was not, not paying attention well enough. I took five years of French and I learned about five words. And I started an interview with a young French Canadian player during an all-star game. Lucas throws down to me. I'm doing a star of the game interview. I knew he's French. I go, oh, ça va? And he, he's so excited to hear me. And he thinks we're doing this interview on Francais. And he starts, he responds to me for about five minutes straight talking in French. And I look back to the camera and I go, back to you, Lucas. <laughs> I had nothing that I didn't know what was said. I apologize profusely afterwards. So I apologize right now. When I have to interview you ice side at a game this year, I apologize for being unable to do it on Francais. Lucas might try though. That's all good. I understand. <laughs> It's a horrible oh. language to learn. <laughs> it's tough. It, you know, you start getting all the, all like the, what, what were they called, Lucas? The conjugations and stuff. Like you start talking about like the different versions of the words. I'm really talking myself into a depth that I can't swim in. Yeah, you're, but you're diving in regardless. You're going I, for it. <laughs> the parlays and the, and like you start talking about the eels, the L's, the twos. Like it's, it's <laughs> difficult. It's more difficult than people think. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, you know, for five years, we both took five years of it. We should be better. There's no excuse. 100%. We also work in hockey. So we're us aside, though, Naomi, we're coming into this season. We're excited to watch you play hockey. We're excited to follow along with your story as you get ready to go to Yale University. I promise you, Frank Pepe's is going to be the best pizza. You can go to Modern. You can go to Sally's. You can try all this stuff out. The other thing that's in there, you don't. I would suggest not trying. They're going to try to sell you on a steamed cheeseburger when you get out to New Haven. They invented this, the cheeseburger, apparently. They try to say that. They didn't. They didn't invent the cheeseburger. But they steam it. They take it. They put on a little metal thing, and they stick it in the wall, and it steams the burger. It's as bad as you could imagine it is. They all act like it's good. You're not going to like it. Don't, don't even have to try it. Yeah, that sounds soggy. <laughs> there you that go. Was as well. I said, I said, very soggy for a burger. I don't need this. It's no good. But I guess last question for me before we let you go and get back to getting ready for this season, for a young netminder out there taking on a task like you are and, and trying to put themselves in a place to really challenge themselves in net. I mean, do you have any advice for them? I mean, what should they be doing this time of year? What are you doing this time of year that, that you think sets you apart a bit and really puts you in a place to succeed? Is there any any type of advice you might have for a young netminder out there? I would honestly just tell them to take it easy because I think one of my big mistakes in past years, past seasons has been to never stop after the season ends, to just keep going as many times a week as I could doing every single summer camp, every single showcase, especially when I was trying to get recruited, uh, trying to get that commitment. Um, and I had to be seen by coaches in the U S but then I found that by the time the season started, I was already burnt out, burnt out. I didn't want to do um, as much anymore. And so I started taking some time off. Obviously, 
still in the gym, still on the ice, just not as frequently. And I think that's been personally a lot more beneficial for me than going nonstop um, just to let my mind reset, do some other things, explore other hobbies. I think that's something that athletes in general tend to not do anymore. It's always, you need to go, go, go train as much as you possibly can um, or else you're going to fall behind or something, but I don't think that's necessarily true. So I'd say, you know, get on the ice a couple times a week, do your best while you're there, work hard, obviously. Um, but don't be afraid to take some time off, do something for yourself, explore anything else that the world has to offer. I absolutely love the advice. And you look at it, you know, Lucas, I took too much time off at times with my schoolwork. I was always good as an athlete. I could always keep that going 12 months a year, you know, and, and I, I really agree with you, Naomi. It's it's about having that that light switch that you can turn on and off at times, right? Being able to get away from it. We're excited to watch you play this season. The Las Vegas Thunderbirds, the defending Pacific Division champions, they're trying to go back to nationals again. Naomi going to be along for that ride, trying to help keep pucks out the back of the net. And I think it's going to be happening in bunches. The Thunderbirds, my early season favorites to win that premier division. I'm excited for that. Marco, the new owner out there, he told me he's going to teach me how to correctly drink coffee and stop drinking it like an American out of extra large cups. He said I'm supposed to have espressos and never after four o'clock. I'll try to do that. Naomi Beckler coming to a rink near you this season in the USPHL premiere and coming to Yale University for you Yale Bulldog fans out there next season. We're excited to watch you, Naomi. Congratulations. Thank you so much for having me.